Welcome to The Build Show, the only show that considers Rivendell to be a suitable place for a silent retreat. My name is Zach. And I'm Anthony. I don't understand that because I have not read Lord of the Rings. This is correct. You have all, not read Lord of the Rings. All I know is that there's a picture up in, this, in the room <laughs> that we're in right now that has like silent retreat locations and then Rivendell, Rivendell is yeah. located. on. Uh, yeah. So basically we are now at the NES. We have both moved into the NES at this point. We're recording yeah. for the first time. Uh, well, actually, not the first time together at the NES, but the first time both seminarians at the NES. Right, exactly. Uh, so location, location, location is glorious. Um, but we are currently in the spiritual direction room upstairs because supposedly it has great acoustics. Uh, and there's some pictures on the wall of various churches and locations for silent retreats. And so you've got, you know, like there's a garden with a fountain on the left. There's a beautiful sunset over a field right below that. There's uh, like St. Mary's High School, I guess, is up here <laughs> as well. And then you just get a picture of Rivendell from Lord of the Rings. And it looks like it fits right in, like totally just a beautiful, serene location. Could totally have a silent retreat there, but... It's very, just funny. Very interesting. I mean, this is an odd question then, but what would a silent retreat sound like? Theme music. Welcome, welcome, everyone. And as always, let's begin in a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, we give you praise for the graces you've given us today. We look forward to the next day in your graces that you'll bestow upon us. We thank you for just all the gifts you've given us. We pray that you guide our minds and our minds and our hearts and our bodies today to serve you and to spread your good, to do your will. To do it with joy and with do it, and to do it with love for you. We pray that we surrender any temptations of pride, to tem- or temptations of of any sins. Lord, we give that to you. We pray that we start this school year well, and amazingly, and on the right foot. And we pray all this in the inter- through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So we pray, Hail Mary, full, full of grace. grace. The, the Lord, Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed, Blessed art thou amongst women. men. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Padre Pio. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Anthony, welcome to the Nazareth House. Dude, thank you so much. Uh, I mean, initial reaction, give me one word. What are you thinking? So, uh, you don't know That's this. more than one word. Oh. One word. What do you got? Crying. Your one word isn't even an adjective; it's a verb. So Come let me on, let me ex- let me explain. Okay. So is this you your anti mustard? Is this your this is, my okay. this is his yes, anti mustard? Yes. Just to so clarify. Like, let's just get this out of the way. <laughs> so you don't know this yet. I didn't tell this to you. Oh boy. First night, I 100% cried <laughs> because. Aww. Oh no! Sorry, the second night, not out of joy actually. <laughs> uh, the second night, it wasn't the first night; it was the second night. Uh, so after our first full day, oh boy. I came into my room and I was like, I am exhausted. I am exhausted. <laughs> and I did too much. Like, it, was, it was too much for, for me. And that, that day I came in and I was like, I thought I, like I, to me, I felt like I had completely screwed up. I just like had messed, I like, had messed up in so many different respects. I was like trying to adjust, trying to, you know, feel out all the different personalities that we're, we've got here at the, the house. And I just was like, Lord, I 
can't. And I was like, and I have to get up at 6.30 tomorrow morning. (laughs) It wasn't a long time. It wasn't like I I was like sobbing in my bed, but I was like, it was just, you know, shedding a couple of tears because I was just, I just had a lot of anxiety. Um, I didn't tell that to you. Yeah, we call that, we call that scrupulosity. Yeah, yeah. And I knew, and I knew that that was, that was. We we do, I mean, like, again, we'll reverence that, but like. You you had a fantastic first couple of days. I definitely did. I wasn't saying it was bad. It was just like yeah. that was there was me trying to get it adjusted to it and everything. Sure, I was like, totally. Oh man, it was it was rough. And I definitely say there was it wasn't the whole thing. The whole thing wasn't bad. I was like I was just man, this big adjustment. Uh, other you know it's it's continually gotten better. I've been able to you know um, be okay with with messing up a little bit because I still messed up. I keep leaving the door the bathroom door to me and my roommate's room open and he keeps telling asking me (laughs) he keeps asking me to close it i'm like i'm so sorry dude uh but hey it you know we had a blast of a time playing board games yesterday we we served at three masses we didn't serve we attended three masses yesterday got to meet father paul's parishioners and everything so it's been it's been a blast of a time it was like fourth day and and you know getting in the groove of getting up early and you know jumping to morning prayer feeling the graces from the lord had a great holy hour today nice um didn't fall asleep and and was able to you know talk to the lord and just, just get, get a lot of stuff out to him. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it's definitely been a heck of a weekend to start. I mean, um, I guess like I'm just going to tantrum right off of that for my anti-mustard because that's really, I mean, we moved in on, uh, let's see, today is Monday when we're recording. We moved in Thursday afternoon. So all of Friday and Saturday, basically, uh, well, all of Friday and then most of Saturday was kind of like orientation. So getting to know the guys, getting to know uh, the house for the guys who hadn't been here before, um, going through the seminary handbook, things like that. Oh yeah. Um, so lots of good, fun, long meetings. Uh, but then like on Saturday afternoon, we got to go to the MIM, which is the musical instrument museum. Totally forgot that was a that. lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I definitely took, I took way too many pictures of guitars. It was hysterical. Um, but then like at one point I got lost wandering around upstairs because I was, <laughs> I was like, I don't know where everyone else went, but I'm just going to keep wandering. Cause I finally got to the, like to the jazz and like rock section. And I was like, I'm home. Where have I been all this time? Like, look, this is this is my music, and I, it turns out they were all downstairs waiting for me. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. But yeah, we tried to call um, him and stuff. Like, where is he? That was great. And then yeah, like you said, Matt, we got to serve three masses yesterday, which is really cool. Um, I've also been canter all week, yeah, the and entire all weekend, time, which is which normally I would hate. Um, but I think all summer having to chant morning and evening prayer has kind of like prepared me for this moment of like, oh shoot, I need to know how to canter and help other guys canter now. Ah, ah. The responsorial psalm was was loads of fun. I thought that was great. Which one? The one the one at Mass? The one at Mass. Oh, and it was a disaster. <laughs> I started on one note and we ended on a completely different note because I think we dropped a half note or a half step every time I started the response. And it, it was because I stopped listening to my own voice and I started listening to people in the congregation as they were responding, which is not what you want to do when you are the one leading because then you lose the note. So I'm like, I lost the tone for half a second and I was like, crap, there's no going back now. I just got to commit to a new note. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go for it. A new and note. So we started like up here when we started and we ended down here when we ended. Like it was a complete, <laughs> it was a mess. Totally. Oh, I mean, it, it was, was great. Good. And then we got to, I mean, I, I nailed the second reading. Like normally I'll like follow oh, through a word great, too yeah. and I just like, I nailed it. I was happy with that. But anywho, it was, it's been good and I'm enjoying it. Last night we got to sing all eight verses of Holy God, we praise thy name because we did a giant house blessing where we brought the monstrance um, around to all of the different rooms in the house. It was a lot of fun. 
um but we got to sing the entire time so we were chanting all eight verses of holy god so it was a really beautiful um i would call it a ceremony i guess yeah really yeah, beautiful totally. ceremony yeah. uh, as we all walked around the house as we brought we brought jesus and we brought the monstrance we brought him around the house and blessed every room it was really cool honestly i was i was yeah. moved I should have. I was. I should have thought I hadn't like had my camera ready because there would have been there would have been some really cool pictures. True. true. I'm still like vying for my position as the Nazareth House photographer this year. I'm gonna push <laughs> for it. It's not an official position, but we're going to make it an official position. That it should be. Uh, I mean, you gotta share the pictures with all of those just. Heck yeah. Stuff. Otherwise, it's just like a handful of pictures we get like in the last week when we're like, oh shoot, we we need to have a newsletter ready to go. <laughs> uh, take some pictures real quick, and so then. But anyways. Yeah. Um, Okay, cool. Excellent anti-mustards. Um, if you don't mind, uh, I would like to start a new segment. Yeah, Zach is here at the Naz. We'll see if it here. goes. We're going to call it the Naz Nose Lit. The what? The Naz Nose Lit. Or you could say with a British accent, the Naz Nose Lit. Um, the Nazareth House Knows Literature. Oh. Here's the deal. At the Nazareth House, we have a lot of books. Like, a lot of books. Okay. Everyone brings their own personal libraries. Plus, we have several large cabinets downstairs, chock full of books. And so what I want you to do is we're each going to have 30 seconds and we're going to find the most, like, we're just going to find a book at random. It can be an, like, we'll, we'll pick a category, like basically like a theme, like it needs to be funny or it needs to be absurd or it needs to be like really insightful and spiritual or it needs to be whatever. But we're going to pick a topic and we just have to, like, you have 30 seconds, you have to go run and find a book, bring it back, you have to tell us why you picked that book. And then we're just going to flip it open and find a random page. And we're just going to go for it. Can we give ourselves a minute and edit out 30 seconds? No. You get 30 seconds and they're only going to hear three seconds. Okay. Lovely. Because (laughs) it's going to take me about 15 seconds to get downstairs. Yes. It can also be from your own personal collection. But first, we need a theme for this week on Nasno's Lit. (laughs) This is funny. I like this segment. Okay. Um, Just think out out of the, like, should we just start with like, just like, I don't know, pick a theme. Any theme. Let's go with, um... Like it could be mythical. satirical, myth. Oh, mythical. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Shoot. Okay. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Like, like we're talking like you know Beowulf type of thing. Be- oh, okay. So yeah, like yeah. fantasy. Yeah. Sort of thing. Okay. Fantasy. Okay. Okay. Or yeah, I mean I like that. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Sounds good. Uh, thirty seconds. Uh, starts. Ready. Set. Go. We have returned. <laughs> we have returned. I was here first. I yeah. won by a long slide. Anthony's definitely spent like an, an like an hour. In, 29 minutes downstairs um okay okay not that long but <laughs> anthony what book have you retrieved i hope that this is uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Can you share with the audience it's pergot i think it's latin for purgatory oh okay but i don't think it's a fantasy i don't know oh, okay well if it says it, if it's purgatory probably not it, but it's dante Oh, that's not that. Okay, yeah, that's Dante. That's totally okay. That's actually and, and classic I, reading. And the okay. word Dante sounded familiar because I was like Dante Inferno. Yeah, is what sounds familiar to me. I've yes. heard that thrown okay. around to me, gotcha. but I've never ever heard or read what that is. Oh, well, I'm sorry. And yeah, I don't know what it is at all. Oh, it's, such, what did, it's so good. What did you find? I grabbed Funk and Wagnail's Standard Disc Dictionary. Desk Dictionary. Funk it, and Wagnail's Standard D- Desk Dictionary. Is that fantasy? Uh, I don't know, but I just like the name <laughs> Funk and Wagnalls. <laughs> Where did you find that? I found it from a from a uh, generous benefactor. <laughs> I retrieved it from someone. Father Gwen? <laughs> no. All right, now we have to flip open to a page. I have flipped open flipped open to page two hundred and sixty three, and oh, okay, here we go. Our word of the day is gantry scaffold. Used in aerospace, a large mobile scaffolding used to assemble and service a large rocket on its launching pad. 
is that oh oh you're I thought so I, it I actually the says the word of the day. Well no, no I just I added that bit. It, oh, it okay. says gantry scaffold. Oh I see I see. So it's actually okay. two words. So do I do you want me to just read the entire paragraph? Here? <laughs> nope, hang on. I found a better one. Oh boy. <laughs> Gappy. Having <laughs> gaps. <laughs> I hate dictionaries that <laughs> self defined. <laughs> Gappy literally means it has gaps. <laughs> oh my gosh. There we go. There's your word of the day. Gappy. Gappy. Page 263 go use of that in an essay. Funk and Wagnell's standard desk dictionary. Oh, gosh. Thank you to the seminarian who loaned me this book. Well, it's a seminarian. It is a seminarian. Oh, okay. okay. What, what page have you chosen? I have chosen page 424. And... Random sentence. Go. The daunt... The daunt... Oh, that Dante's glance has transformed her may... Further suggests that the song she sings is, in some sense, of her composition also, as was the tempting songs. What is this sentence, guys? The Nez knows lit. I'm telling you, we know how to read. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. That Dante's glance has transformed her may further suggest that the song she sings is, in some sense, of of his composition also, as was the tempting song sung by Casella, the second canzoon in con- included in Dante's Convivio, addressed to the Donna Gentile and not to Beatrice. That was a gibberish. What'd you get from that? It was not addressed to Beatrice. It was not. That's what we needed to know. It also, in some sense, was is his composition. I bet it was pretty gappy. Probably pretty gappy, yeah. It had gaps. <laughs> so this was a terrible No, that's a uh, great choice. Book. There we go. We've got Dante's Purgatory and a Desk Dictionary. Go remind, read some books, you heathens. Remind me never, ever, ever to read Dante. Oh, it's like reading St. Paul, but like with a storyline. <laughs> so have you read Dante? No. Oh, okay. I, I need just to know. heard of it. Did you know that Blessed Pierre Giorgio Versati actually memorized Dante? Why? Yeah, because why not? I mean... He was a smart young lad. He, he memorized books. <laughs> That's, on the daily. <laughs> on the daily. Well, I mean, in back when, you know, computers and phones didn't exist, pe- that's how things were transferred. That's true. Even with like, right, without, when, before writing and stuff, like people memorized stories to go and tell them to people rather than, than writing on books. So their memories were a lot better than ours. This is very true. Um, okay, so there we go. There's, there's the first segment of The Naz Knows Lit. I promise. The Nazareth House Knows Literature. The Nazareth House Knows Literature. I promise next time I'll pick a... A topic that's Be more prevalent yes. in the Naz House, like, I don't know, a God book. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> almost every book we have. Yeah. I'm looking through, I'm like, you know, I think it was like, like sex and babies and marriage or like, like other things <laughs> like, like how to love your spouse or like the the, 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 the commentary on the Trinity. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's guys. not what we were looking for here. Yeah. Good good books at the Nazareth House. Um, fantastic. Uh, okay, so I mean... This episode isn't so much of like a topic episode. We're going to quiz Anthony on some Nazareth House trivia, a.k.a. how is he doing with the Nazareth House and what does he think so far. Um, but then we're just going to – this is more of a transition episode as we're getting ready to move into the school year. We, this is Today was the first day of school, yeah. uh, and it was a bit busy this weekend, so that's why we didn't get one out on Sunday. But we'll try to get this one out either today or tomorrow, making a mental note today or tomorrow. Oh, we're uh, saying like to get it out as uh, of like well, the 22nd we, week. The, like, the who? Like the week of the 22nd. I was, I'm saying like get it out like – Oh, yeah, the week of the 20th. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I checked my calendar. I was like, the 20th. Yep, it is. Yes, the week of the 22nd. Very good. Uh, and then maybe we can, if we have time, we can do another one and nice. get the official episode for the new uh, semester out this upcoming Sunday, which would Absolutely. be the 29th, I believe. Absolutely. Um, 
but yeah, we've got we've got some special treats this year. It's gonna be pretty fun. We've got a ton of new faces and new seminarians that are all eager to get on the podcast, including one hysterical, one might say hilarious Deacon. Deacon? Oh um, yes. He Deacon Marvin Soto. We're gonna try to get him on the show. He will be a riot, um, as well as the clergy members here, um, including Deacon Marvin. Um, we'll see who we can get, but it's going to be pretty epic. Uh, we've also got some new theme music in the works, and we'll give you a snippet of that at the end. Uh, so stick around. It's going to be. We are excited. We we worked on that that little <laughs> snippet with Peyton Bagshaw, the man, the myth, the legend, the musical genius, the wizard of sound. We recorded with him uh, a little while ago. You you remember his episode? I don't remember which number it Heck was. Yeah. yeah. I think it was on like Talent and Transcendentals. I believe that one was called. That's what it was. Yeah, okay, okay. talked about his music and all that stuff. Very so good. We we uh, we called in some favors. Not really. We just wanted to hang out. Um, but we were like, hey, Peyton, let's record some music. It'll be awesome. And so we we ended up recording a new intro uh, for the show, and it, it's freaking awesome. Peyton did a great job. It's it really, really is cool. fantastic. Um, and we utilized some of our own natural talents as well. So yeah. there we go. Some good things are coming. So Zach, your your trivia. Then I'm really curious. Are you just the trivia um sure we'll just do some basic like you okay so this is not your first time moving out correct correct treat this treat this like an interview right you are you are interviewing for a job Lovely. like welcome to the nazareth house um okay you see so you, this is not your first time leaving home you have um i feel like i want to go into an accent right now which is kind of weird um i mean most interviewees have an accent or interviewers interview inter, yes true interviewers interviewee is the person being interviewed yeah um but yeah so how, what was the experience like packing up all of your stuff and moving into the Nazareth house, where you knew there was not a ton of space in your room, as I'm sure you discovered. As I did discover, and I actually have the smallest room in the house, uh, which I just realized because a closet shoves itself into my room. But, so, it, it, honestly, I was I had to look at my clothes and be like, okay, you know what, just, we're gonna get rid of a lot of these. Just, just, you need to be, I need to be, I wanted to use, the, what's the word? I don't know, it's not prudent, it's not scrupulous, it's just scarce, or I don't know what that's called, one of those words. Um, uh, frugal. What's frugal. The space you have? Thank you. Yeah, yeah frugal. Um, didn't think I was going to be able to fit my drums. Ended up fitting my drums. But it was interesting because, like you said, I'd moved before. And so I already had this experience. Some of you guys may not have the experience of, of you know, moving out yet. And it's like, oh, like what? You know, what? That type of thing. But the, the biggest thing, because I had moved back into my family's house for two weeks just because of lease things. And I had to, I would have had to sign an entire year lease to stay in for oh, two weeks. So yeah. why do that? Um, so it was interesting because I I was just now just then getting back acclimated to my family's house if I wasn't and instantly then moved off into the, to the Nazareth house. So a lot of lot of changes happening and, and I've been out of a I've been out of my out of a routine for a little while now because I I moved in there and just I never really have had a, had a solid solid routine but now i'm really getting into welcome to the nazareth house where it's like very much a structured routine yeah now we really do have a, a, a more than a routine that i've ever had um which has been a little bit crazy but honestly it's it's just i, I just taken it one step at a time with with moving out and fantastic and i was i'd already gotten prepared with it the first time you gotta my biggest thing and i would say this is you know not long goodbyes because they're really awkward and that's true and like, because my, my family came and saw the Naz house and stuff, and it's not like I'm never going to see him again. And I already had moved out once. So it's like, okay, we've already done this. We've already like, you know, I, I love you all. I'm not going to see you for for all the time, but you know. But I'll see you all. again in two weeks for the I'll home weekend. I'll see you again in two weeks for <laughs> home weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so just like, you know, I I always have a, d- a difficult time with, you know, making goodbyes not awkward. Even when you're, like, you're hanging out with a friend, like how you say goodbye or get off the phone. Sure, yeah. Um, but just like, you know what? 
I'll see you guys later. Like, love you guys. I'll see you all later. Nice. Type of thing. Like, that's the biggest, biggest kind of interesting moment for me was trying to, like, figure out the time to say bye to them. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Cool, cool. What was something you were, like, 100% looking forward to? Like, before you knew any, like, before living in the NAS, what was something you were looking forward to about seminary specifically? The seminary. Not necessarily the Nazareth house, but just seminary specifically. I see, I see. Well, definitely, and, and this has already been true, definitely the the push, the, the, fraternal, the fraternal push to better myself and to really crack down on what needs to be done, because I'm sure you guys know this is, and it's if you've never had this this type of motivation before, I would find some quickly, but just without even anybody telling you to do anything, because I'm someone who does not like to be told what to do, especially if I already know that I need to do it. Sure. Um, that where just having that the silent accountability for me, where I have 12 other dudes who, if I'm not at morning prayer, are going to be like, where in the heck is Anthony type of thing? Or if I am like late to something, like where where is he type of thing? If, t- t- and who aren't going to say anything. I mean, maybe some will say something, but it's just me knowing that they are going to to kind of to be wondering and out of love for me that they want me to be there and not like out of just like, well, let's just try to, you know, cr- crack down on Anthony type of thing. But it, it really pushes me to step into the the hard decision uh, to, you know, be, be at Holy Hour at 630 because I know it's going to grow my relationship with God. I know it's going to benefit me. But it's being able to push past that, you know, getting out of bed moment that makes it difficult. I always try to pray to the Lord, you know, Lord, help me to make, Lord, give me strength to not make things easy, but to be able to make the hard decisions. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It doesn't flow very well. No, it makes um, sense. Though. Yeah, but it makes very sense. Cool. Yeah. I, I've been trying to make out a nice flow for it, but it just doesn't work. Nice. Because I always try to make things easy. And I learned in my discernment, you know, that asking the Lord to make things easy doesn't do anything because then you don't put forth any effort. That's true. Very, very true. And even like the uh, in the Office of Readings, I think it was yes uh, today actually, uh, today's the Memorial of St. Rose of Lima. She talks about how suffering is necessary mm-hmm. uh, in order for salvation. Like you have to suffer in order to gain salvation. Yeah. Like, you know, Lord, the Lord died for us all, but if we're not suffering, like we're not putting, like you said, we're not putting forth effort, yeah. which is really interesting. Um, cool, cool. What was it about the NAS specifically that you were looking forward to? So you've talked about what you were looking forward to about seminary, but what was it about the Nazareth house the NAS that you were really excited for? Hmm. That's an interesting one because to me it goes very hand in hand with seminary because, you know, the NAS is seminary. But I would say, um, dude, getting to be with people, this might be this might be the same thing as seminary, but getting to be with dudes who are the similar to me because sure. I have – been at I've lived at my at my family I have six sisters not saying that that's bad but you know we've there's always been some little bit of differences because it's you know I'm a man um, and it's there's been some differences in interests and everything and I'm also more on the nerd side and you know my family is not a lot of them are and I mean my older sister maybe is a little bit but um, she's she's moved out and everything but. Then I moved out, and the first time I moved out, like we talked about, and you guys know this, I had moved out, and I wasn't wasn't really, um, I was with guys, a lot of guys who were older than me, who who were already on their next stage in life, who were, you know, who had done engaged. that initial discernment. And yeah, initial discernment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because you all know that, you, you know, if you're in high school, it's gonna be way different than kind of when you're in college, and like you are actively discerning in your vocation type of thing, um, and so. 
it was just one dude was engaged, another dude had already done seminary and come out of seminary. Two of them actually had. And so it was like, I was like, this is odd. Like, I'm just, I don't feel like I can relate to anything. Then I come here, even though there's a dude who's 35 and who's way older than me, um, we're, we're walking the same path in life. We have the same interests. We have the same, you know, morals as we're going along with, um, with this and with, you know, going towards seminary and stuff like that. It's just, we're going towards priesthood. It's, it's really, honestly, really cool. Most definitely. To, to get to, because I got so used to working at Dutch Bros. And, and where, it's, where you're like you're living in like you're living as counterculture as culture culturally as you can like exactly. you are completely uh, almost opposite to what everyone else the way everyone else is living 100 percent. and i just recently like started to make relationships there when i after i got fired um just because i was not i was different there and even not to all the customers i was totally different um it's really interesting for sure so you mentioned like there are so many guys at the house. Um, there are twelve guys. We've got a guy. I mean, an old a guy who's definitely older than the rest of us. We've got mm-hmm. some of the guys straight out of high school. So there's a lot of diversity um, between age and race and background, and just it's, it's really crazy. It's really really awesome to see how many different stories and discernment stories and personalities there are at the Nazareth House. So what has that experience been like for you to have so many different people all on the same path? It's really funny because the first. The first night, they everyone, a lot of people, like you said, different personalities were laughing at me because they didn't expect like the, the energy of my story. So I was like, why is everyone laughing at me? But <laughs> you caught everyone off guard. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Uh, it's been really okay. So there's been a couple of things. One, there's one guy. I want to give out his names until we have him on the podcast. Yeah, totally. We're gonna who, have them all, hopefully. Yeah. Who, honestly, whatever I say, like almost everything I say to him, he likes. Is, just thinks it's so funny. Like he he laughs at me. He just has this this joyful personality about it. I'm like, this is just wonderful. Um, it's been, and so that, that's been really cool. There's been also a lot of different, there's been a little bit of a communication barrier with, with a couple. That's true. Because English isn't the native language of a couple of the seminarians there, of here. And so it's been really interesting trying to um, work work with that and be able to, to, to communicate without putting anyone down, I think is also because I, because I, <clears throat> I think I tend to, you know, if someone doesn't, I think we all have this tendency where it's like, if someone doesn't understand what you're saying, you almost see them as like littler because, you know, when when you see a, a little human trying to learn the language, it's kind of like that where it's like, oh, maybe this is just me. Um, no, I think, I think you're on to something. Yeah, and so yeah. it's being able to be like, no, this person is, is walking the same path of life as me. Like, you know, let's be respectful of them as, as a, as, you know, right in the same line as me or even, and who has stuff to offer just as much. As, as I do and everything. So that's, I found that to be a bit interesting. I was reflecting on that in Holy Hour today. It was been, I, you seem like you had a thought on that. No, no, no. No, okay. I thought you had something to share. I didn't want to completely over talk what you were saying. But then it's, I think all the different personalities, while they're all different, fit together. Because if we had the same personality all throughout here, we would probably annoy each other. Oh, nice. Like we were listening to the podcast from a while ago and I went on a monologue and I was like, wow. I am annoying. <laughs> this is like, geez. But I'm sure that's because I'm listening to myself. Well, one, to, um, to myself, but to a similar personality where that you, a lot of times similar personalities don't jive. It's been really good trying to adapt to quieter personalities, to different, to different askings. There's, there's already been times where I've been driven crazy and I'm like, take a step back, you know, being able to, to say, okay. You know, and it's, it's just like living in a family. Except you are, it's not people that you, it's a little different because your family, it's like you're totally comfortable with like everything. 
But then with, with fraternity living with a bunch of guys that you don't know, but it's like a family, it, it, it calls for a little bit different um, behavior. Totally. And, yeah. We still got to take the rough edges off, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like you're being thrown into like a rock tumbler and you're just like, okay, now we spin them around for six months and exactly. then we send them off to Christmas break. Like you're like, something like eventually the clash is going to happen, you know? And the different bonds as well and the different groupings, not that there's little groups, but that we, the different bonds that we're all creating between the different guys yeah, as totally. well. Because I came in, this is funny, I didn't share this with, share this, share this with you yet. So I came in and being like, like, I was like, wait a second. I don't know how to, how to say this without sounding possessive. Where I was like, it's not me and Zach. It is everyone. There's because I because I almost have walked through life, all, my entire life being like Zach and I, where it's like we do we do our thing, or like Zach and the robotics team and stuff like that. And um, and everything. Sorry, I said that wrong. Like you're the leader, Zach and the robotics team. But like where where we've done everything together, where it's like we're all kind of on this 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 equal playing field, playing fields, this equal level here. We're like my my previous friendship or not previous my my friendship with you before seminary i don't want to to cause like exclusion from other people where where i'm like oh yeah you know we've got all these inside jokes we've got all these like you know like things where you know it's time for me to surrender Zach yeah <laughs> to yeah. to to the to be like it's it's okay for you know for me to 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 allow, to just be like, you know, I don't need to like have all of Zach's time. You know, my best friend does not mean that like it's like my only friend type of thing. Exactly. And so it's been a, it's been an interesting. Even when you were on seminary and I was not at seminary, I was like, where's Zach going? <laughs> I was like, no. Um, and I don't know if you feel if you've had the same. Yeah, the same it's, it's really interesting. And like the thought for me that has been coming into it, it's like. You're, you are 100% right. You know, the friendship that we have is definitely unique and rare because it has been a friendship for so long. Um, but now it's at the point where it's like, we've been walking, we've been discerning together for so long. Now it's at the point where it's like, okay, we're discerning together, but now we have to discern our individual paths sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So we're in seminary together, but it's very much like, like you said, we can no longer be possessive of our friendship. It needs to be, we almost need to surrender that to the Lord as well and just be like, sweet, you know, like we have this, it's awesome. And now we're discerning these paths, right? Yeah. Which is really, really cool. So it's cool the way it changes and grows in that regard. Yeah. And someone said, he was like, the greatest friendships is when, I don't think it came from seminary, but it sounds like it could, is the greatest <laughs> friend, and maybe it did, the greatest friendships is like when you haven't seen him for years and you come back and it's like you, you saw him yesterday. Exactly. Whatever. And I was like, you know what? I feel like that is you know what, what Zach and I have, what me and you have. And also, I mentioned to Ben, I was like, you know what? I was like, Zach and I are totally like a brother, like like brothers. Where, in in the sense that we, I feel like both of us have gone each gotten on each other's nerves. Very much so. Yeah, and then it's just like, you know what? It's you know, it's fine. Like, yep. you know, I either forgiveness or just like, does it matter? It doesn't matter, type of thing. And I thought the different path thing was really interesting too because I've always followed in your, not on purpose, but you know, I have just always ended up in the same path as you except for mm-hmm. chess and you know, done just the exact same things and it's just really interesting to to when I see you do something I'm like I don't have to do that like it doesn't mean I it doesn't mean I need to do, do that or like I I I'm doing something different and I look to my side I'm like well, where's Zach 
And I'm like, well, I, it's it's being okay, being in the, doing something in as an places. individual, yes. but still doing something individually, but around other guys, but yeah. around your best friends um, who are doing different things, but in communion with you. Exactly. Kind of you know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Discerning the individual paths. Exactly. And yeah. being okay doing that. Yeah. Totally. Nice. Nice. Which is really just, it's just an interesting thought. It's something I think to take, take to, to prayer or to prayer. Most definitely. Yeah. Most. Cause I'm a very, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Go for it. I, and I'm sure, and maybe not everyone's like this, but I'm like this where I'm like a little bit of a clingy person. Clingy is wrong. Where I just really value and hold on to, you know, those, those doing the same activities and, you know, mm-hmm. having those, those friends and everything where I'm like, where I get worried very quickly, where I'm like, oh no, like, where'd they go? I'm like, what, <laughs> what happened? Uh, type of thing, and it's almost, I would consider, maybe a little bit of a, an immaturity thing that needs to be, mm. um, <clears throat> that needs to be worked on, or it's just my personality, where I'm just a very people-oriented person, um, like 95% extroverted, and so, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, all, it's all fascinating that, stuff that to, like, to definitely take to prayer. And what's really cool is we're actually gonna learn more about, you're, you're gonna learn a ton about that this year, um, a seminary in the formation nights. And in fact, like tonight's formation nights, all about personalities. Like I was telling I'm you guys, so excited we've got, uh, all the new guys, um, did one of the tests that us returning guys did last year, um, for like personalities and like where they would work, like kind of how they would fit in a team dynamic sort of thing. And like, what makes them tick? What makes them like, like what ticks them off? Um, like just all these, <laughs> like just <laughs> all you of that up just now. I, I did on the spot. Yeah. That was brilliant. That was literally um, gold. What, we're gonna learn all. We're gonna learn all about that. So, and it's it's cool because we're gonna basically the, the the expert that's coming over from Catholic Charities to help uh, to walk through the results from this test. Uh, she's gonna like she's not gonna like hold back. She's gonna be like, here's 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 the results from your test. Like in like what we're seeing at the table. Like all right, Anthony, here are your results. Like, do you think those are accurate? And like, it's gonna be an open conversation with everyone. It's gonna be really really cool. And it was awesome when we did it last year. So I'm really excited for tonight because again, we've only really known each other for like. What is today's now? Monday, five days. Thursday, five days, barely. Yeah. Um, like four days. So this is a great exercise to see like, all right, here we go. Make a break. Let's do this. So stay tuned for that to be the topic of the next episode. Oh boy. It's going to be a big one. I, th- I feel like talking about personalities and working together actually would be a wonderful topic. That would be fantastic. One. Yeah. Absolutely. And if we definitely, we'll try to get this one out either today, Monday the 23rd, or uh, if not, you guys are going to hold us accountable at this point. I'll try to get out tomorrow on Tuesday. My computer's going to die though, so we're wrapping this up real quick. Oh, sorry. Uh, That's uh, why you're wrapping it up. I'm I was like, wondering what was happening. Like, we're, we're almost at 40 <laughs> minutes. My computer's about to die. Okay. Um, yeah. So hopefully we can get this one out. Monday or Tuesday, we'll get the uh, a good solid topic episode out on Sunday like usual, and we'll keep that schedule going going hard um any brief prayer requests before the computer pray dies? pray for our sponsors the ones two sponsors for zach and i um we've got unique ones pray for them and pray for our parish as well and pray for our continued discernment most definitely and yep and just for all the guys in nazareth house for their discernment and all of the seminarians of the diocese of phoenix uh and prayers also for vocations as always absolutely fantastic okay doke well it has been awesome having you guys and you will again this is like the transition episode between summer and semester uh, episodes. And so, yeah, here I get ready because here comes the snippet of our new episode. Uh, we'll talk to you guys, or not the episode, sorry, the, uh, the, the theme, theme song. song. It's, yeah. it's epic. We love it. We're going to listen to it again before we go away anyway. Uh, okay. That made no sense when I said yeah, that. Yeah, no, you're chilling. We, we, got, <laughs> we got the theme, the end of the theme song coming. Here we we'll go. see you all on Sunday. We love you all. Here we go. Theme song. Three, two, one.
listen to me monologue. Oh, I hear him approaching. Anthony cometh. The door is also open, so you're getting fuzz. Oh, no. more than 30 seconds at this point, just FYI. By the way, the uh, um, the new theme song is going to be pretty epic. You guys will love it. Credit to Peyton Bagshaw. He did a freaking amazing job. Your 30 seconds are way up. <laughs> <laughs> what did you find?